Welcome to the Lose Your Cravings podcast, taking a different approach to reducing your cravings once and for all with your host, Kisa Amaro, Certified Integrative Health Coach. And welcome back, my friends. I'm Kisa Amaro, and I help ambitious women manage their emotional eating without deprivation or complicated meal plans so they can show up fully in their life and their career. And my friends, we are talking about how stress affects weight today on the show. And I have a very special guest, Yvonne Stanton. She is going to be joining us. And Yvonne, at the age of 56, lives with her fur baby, Sasha, on the beautiful Sunshine Coast in Australia. How lucky. She was bullied in her teens and had a very tough marriage and divorce five years ago. She struggled with her weight from the age of 16 for 20 years. She starved herself, calorie counting, limiting carbs, trying shakes, Weight Watchers, diet pills, everything. She started to realize that she was able to stack stress for most of her life. The more she focused on the weight, more weight came on. Weighing herself three times a day and having three different sizes of clothes in her closet. All of this was leading to low self-esteem, lack of confidence, and not enjoying her life and herself with food. She had been she has been coaching women over 40 for the last 15 plus years, helping them learn more about themselves and the embodiment work to uncover and get to the root cause of their weight. We figure out the stress from life, relationship with food, belief in themselves, and they can lose weight and keep it off forever. Yvonne Stanton, founder of Your Total Wellness, started coaching women to lose weight 15 years ago. It's never about the weight. It's so much more. I 100% agree. (laughs) Helping women 40 to 60 stop dieting and and enjoying the journey. To lose weight, it must be sustainable. To keep the weight off forever. There is no finish line. It's a lifestyle change to live your best life. I am so excited to have Yvonne here to talk about how stress affects weight. Welcome, Yvonne. Oh, thank you. So, uh, so great to be here with you, Kisa. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, in, in your in your intro, you know, I I know many of the listeners can relate, like, and I can too. Like, I struggled with dieting and weight fluctuations. I was a you know an avid yo yo dieter, um, trying all the things: the calorie counting, the limiting carbs, the shakes, you know, diet pills, everything, right? Um, and weighing weighing myself multiple times a day. Like, how many of us have been there? <laughs> so. I know that we can definitely relate um, to your journey. And what I would like you to start out with was telling us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Um, Yeah. What would you like to share? Yeah, great. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's such a, there's so much information, right? Um, Especially being 56 and, you know, it's it's evolving, I will say all the time you know there's no I I like I really say that in all honesty there's no finish line you have to just enjoy the process you have to fall in love with it um and stress for me really um 
I didn't realize that stress, I had so much stress in my life until I went through my separation. Mm. But obviously, when I look back at myself, I think, wow, I had, I would go to school, you know, I don't know, I guess I was, you know, year eight, year seven, I'd have friends walking to school and no friends walking home. They would bully me. Yeah, it was, it was, you know, I, I was a dancer back then. So I had something else I loved. I wanted to get home so I could go to my dancing school. My mom was home with me. She wasn't working. And, and my mom used to say to me, you know, Yvonne, it's just because you love, you have something else to do and they don't. Um, and it was so bad as a youngster that I always had stomach issues. And it was so bad that I went to the doctor's. And let's be honest, back then, they didn't know anything about really stress. They didn't know anything about gluten-free and or lactose-free or any of these other things, which come at the end of the day from stress. Majority of them come from stress. And I went and had this into the hospital. They put some fluid in me. They came out and they basically told my parents, it's in her head. Mm. Wow. So you can see how... The signs were there that I was stressed, but I didn't know what it was. My parents didn't know what, what it was, right? And then, of course, as being a dancer professionally, I was told by a producer in front of the entire cast, and this is really where I guess I never thought I was good enough, is because he centered me out when we had come back from a two-week break from Christmas and said that Yvonne, like my name in front of everybody said, Yvonne, you are you have put on weight. He didn't call me fat. I think he said, you put on weight and you need to lose it. I think he did say fat because I remember that word so distinctly. Mm. I never looked because I then would be saying every time I was going on to show, I'd say, do I look fat in this? It was always, do I look fat in this? Do I look fat in this? And that, that was my story. And it was embedded in me, embedded in me for a long time. And that's where the the dieting and the honor off the yo-yo and let's face it in our 20s it was easy to lose the weight, right? Like I would just go take a couple of aerobic classes, not eat and the 5 pounds is off. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not sustainable. <laughs> and then as you as you feel so bad with stress, you get stressed around food. So that's where my relationship with food, I didn't have one. I was stressed. I could look at food and I felt five pounds on. Mm. I could feel it in my body. Literally, it was like manifesting on me. <laughs> and this went on until the, I don't know. One day I just thought there's got to be. I was in this show and I remember um, I was in a course line and um, a friend of mine, her name was Samantha. She was playing, you know, the girl that's the uh, the tits and ass girl. I hope I can say that. Sorry. <laughs> and she explicit, explicit, I think. Yeah, I ha I do have a, a warning, but oh, yeah. good. good. <laughs> and she had a fabulous body and she ate everything. And I just thought if she can do it, why can't I? Mm -hmm. And that's where I really started digging into myself. And I started looking at the food in a different way and realized I actually am a car. Like we are cars. We yep. need food, right? We need it. Otherwise, of course, it's going to stall on us. We're going to run out of petrol, gas. <laughs> and <laughs> once I started to see the pattern, I started to really implement. I started eating again. I started slowly by trusting myself and eating it and realizing it wasn't about exercising more. It was creating a mindset around this. And then eventually 
I had a better relationship with food. Now, the stress did continue for some time, but I had that area in my life working well. But it did flare its head again in my marriage, mm. as it always does. And when you're not in a good place, the only thing I could control was me. And that's where the step, the stress came back in and was showing up in my life. And it was really when I got to that next stage of seeing a therapist and she just, she was the one that pointed it all out. She goes, you have stacked stress your whole life. And I have no idea. Cause you know, when we're in fight and flight, which is another stress related feeling, right? We're running from the tiger. Mm-hmm. Most people get super ill. It's, it's a disease. Like you do not want to be in that vibration and having that emotion for a long time. And the only thing I know that I was doing in that period of a long time for me was doing those practices like meditating, journaling, exercising, eating well to help me get through that, which is really um, super important, you know, in life as you, I'm sure, do all this stuff as well, because you are also about the mind, right? Our mind creates all these stories. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, well, you know, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, And I I just want to point out a few things. I love I love that you say there's no finish line. I think that's so important because I think when we in in diet culture and weight loss, there were like, okay, the finish line is the pounds. Like when I get to X number, I have finished. Right. And so it's we're just trying to get that to that destination and it doesn't matter how. And when we reframe it, like there is no finish line. This is a lifestyle shift. This is a mindset shift around my relationship to food, around stress, around exercise. And that just, it's almost, I don't say mind blowing, but it is almost mind blowing when we take away the finish line and we're like, oh, like I don't have to rush to this. I don't have to be here by X day or X time. And who knows, maybe I never make it to that number, but that's still okay. Right. As long as I'm this healthy lifestyle. And you like, think about it. We do other things in our life. Like we're a good mother. Does that finish line ever end? No. You're all going to be mother. Okay. Well, but it doesn't matter how old you are. You always have children, Mm -hmm. right? Um, In a marriage, but you know, marriages break up. But I think if you can really think about, you have to change your lifestyle in order to enjoy that process. So you have to enjoy it. And it's never really about what we eat. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't have hamburger, but if you're going to have a lot of hamburgers, you're probably not going to lose too much weight. (laughs) Right. But you know where I'm going with this, right? right, right. It, it, it was still a mindset that if you can take the pressure and that that expectation, because it's the expectations we put on ourselves that are, I have to lose the weight by this time. It's like setting a goal. People that set goals and have expectations, 99% do not get them and achieve them because the expectation is too high. For you sure. need to kind to yourself. You need to say, what if I could lose, like start with one pound in two weeks? Mm-hmm. Because then it's just like, be mindful of the portion size you're having and do it in increments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and looking for more of the, the balanced lifestyle versus the restrictive 
lifestyle for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. And 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 we're and unfortunately what happens is that so many times they don't trust themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. They give up because they don't see it. And then they go back down that rabbit hole because they have been doing it for so long. It's mm-hmm. a pattern. It's a pattern that's ingrained in your subconscious. Definitely. Yeah. And I see that, I see that with clients as well is that if it's, especially if it's not working right away, like we're so, especially like going back to diet culture, we're used to like lose five pounds in a week. <laughs> we're like, we don't lose five pounds in a week. And we're like, this isn't working. And we're like, wait a second. Like we need to like, look at this from a different perspective. Right. Um, and yeah. And building that trust of like, I know what to eat. Like, Instead of trust, like we always, we often look to outside sources to tell us what to eat. Like we look to the meal plan or the diet or, you know, whatever it may be. We look to these outside sources and we lose that trust of like, I know what and how much food to eat. Like if you asked a a new client that they'd be like, oh, what, like how much, how much rice am I supposed to have? Like (laughs) they like, they, they've lost that connection and that trust with themselves. Absolutely. And that's, that's usually because they are stressed in some way, right? Because that's fight and flight response. Mm-hmm. So it's our intuitive, our intuitive, intuitive, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we're, we get signs, we know that's our intuitive, right? Or is that the right word I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just yeah. having a mental block. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, you know, but we don't trust. It's like going around and asking everyone, do you think I should have this or that? Like you are so not grounded, right? You're just out of alignment with yourself. So mm-hmm. how can you trust yourself when you just feel it, it, it's uncomfortable and it's stressing you? So you, how can you get back into that feeling of trust with yourself? Yeah, that's so beautiful. Yeah, I think- that is something definitely to focus on and ask yourself, like, how do I start trusting myself around food and around this process? Yeah. yeah. And then speaking. Heard- oh, go ahead. I was just going to say one thing on subconscious mind. I heard this the other day. Um, you know, when you have that feeling when we're in fear of what to eat, it could be whatever, right? Um, if you're stressed about you can't sleep, you, you know, that feeling when you got to get up in the morning, a lot of people worry about I have to get up. And as soon as you make that, that, that thought become that emotion and you hold that space for, I think it's 30 seconds, that thought and emotion is in your subconscious mind now as an event. Mm. And it will play over and over because we do have 80,000 thoughts a day. Right. And that will be your new story of whatever that is for you. Mm. Wow. That's powerful. Mm. Think about that. Yeah. So in in regards to like, I want to go back to how you pointed out like this, your stress um, as I don't know if you call it high school. We call it high school in the United States. (laughs) Do you call it high school? And because you grew up in Canada. I did grow up in Canada. I know. And I got both countries. So um, I do call it high school. Yes. (laughs) So was it in high school where you were being bullied and, um, and then I guess throughout like your dance career and having that stress of needing to lose weight, like you were told you put on weight and you need to lose weight and that stress affecting your digestion. 
I think that's so important to recognize too, because we definitely have this lack of connection of stress and mood and digestion. And it's so connected. Yeah. Gut health. I didn't. Okay. This is like, we have normal functions, right? We have number one and number two, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? And I did not go to the toilet and do number twos. I was not wasting like, you know, we're supposed to go to the washroom. I didn't go to the washroom for days. Wow. Like, I don't even know. It's hard to fathom because now, of course, my system works so well. I eat really good food. I drink a lot of water. Like, these are the things that we need. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I was bullied in elementary school. So elementary school is like your um, grade one to eight. And mm-hmm. then it also went into my high school. Okay. So I had a long time of that feeling. And of course, even in the dancing industry, you know, let's face it, it's a not as a professional dancer, you're judged how you look, you stand up in a line, you're like your bum's too big, your hips are too small, you're too short, your boobs are too short, like, it's not a nice industry. And modeling is very similar. And so you're also had that going against you. So I mean, I guess I challenged myself, didn't I? <laughs> in many ways. Um, but I learned a lot, right, as well, on the other hand. So that's why we do what we do, isn't it? Helping and serving women to understand it's so much more. It's so much more than just losing weight. Yes, 100%. So much more. And this is kind of a side note, but you you, you know, you were a dancer. I was a dancer too. I never danced professionally per se, um, but I danced in college. Like, I mean, growing up and then into college. Um but just, you know, having that ideal body type and just always being focused on the weight, the size, the, and I almost think of it like the silhouette, the silhouette of your body. Like, did your silhouette fit in? And I was, we're actually watching Captain America, like the original Captain America the other night. And one of the scenes has, they're like on this USO tour and it's like Captain America and these girls are like in the background dancing. And it was just so interesting to see. And I'm just like looking at these girls and they like all the same size, all have long, skinny legs. They all have a chest, right? Not too big, not too small, but the right size chest. They're all the same height. And I'm just like, wow, wow. And I used to be like, that used to be my world, right? That's what I was comparing myself to. And it was, it was just kind of like eye-opening for me and just like, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to share that and just like how, but also that influences us as like, like, obviously I'm an, I, I've done the work. I'm, I don't say an older woman, but you know, I'm a mature woman. Like I've done the work, I've done the, you know, the body image and mindset work around food, but as a young, like, I think of like a young teenager in like very like influence influential teenager or even younger, like middle schooler or tween seeing that and like being like, oh, well, that's what I'm supposed to look like, you know, comparing ourselves. That's all we do is compare, compare. And women do that still, right? Mm -hmm. They might have a friend or someone they know or someone on television and you go, oh, I wish I could look like her. And that's like, that's just like, rather than looking going, wow, she looks amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a better way to say something than saying, saying, like how we say things is so important. Yeah. It helps us in our belief and it, or it makes us feel small. 
Mm -hmm. So when we feel small and we feel not good enough, that's an energy. And it's, it's, it's like hard to come back into feeling good to do what you should do, which is eat properly, right? Mm -hmm. Eat the lunch, have, you know, eat your three to four or five meals a day, Um, go out and do some exercise, you got to move, right? Like so many people now are so sanitary, sanitary, and you have to move, you have to right? for your lungs, for your for breath, for groundedness, for stress. Like when we come back to stress specifically, wow, I can feel it when I need to get my shoes off and go walk in the sand. I'm lucky I live close to a beach, but otherwise I'm on the grass or even in my house barefoot because it grounds you. Yeah. Gets you back touching the earth. For sure. Yeah. And I, you know, I too live by the beach, as you know. um, And so I feel, I do feel so lucky because I am like, Maybe not every day, but I would say five out of the seven days of the week, like I'm able to touch sand, like with my bare feet, like, and if not, like I go and walk out, I have a little yard. And so I can walk out in my yard barefoot. I walk around the house barefoot. And that's part of is is the culture, like Hawaii, we don't wear shoes, like (laughs) in the house, you don't wear shoes. Like that's just the culture there here. Um, But also it's like, it's just easy because we have, you know, nice weather all year round. So we're not having to put on snowshoes and go walk outside. And like, I can't imagine just putting my feet in the snow, you know, so you won't be doing that <laughs> Get that groundedness, but you know, so I feel, I do feel lucky to, you know, be able to have that. But, um, so can you speak to, you know, I, you, you talked in your, or you had in your intro about kind of like the more you try to lose weight, the mm. more you put on weight. So can you speak to that in your experience in that and kind of how stress was in that equation? When we want something so bad, mm-hmm. right? It's I like to relate weight in a, in an in another way so people sometimes can get a more of a haha moment. It's like you wish to have something. And the more that you wish to have something or want something, that's a better word. How often do we get what we want versus what we desire and what we love? There's a, there's a real thing. Like when I was always trying to, um, you want, the more you focus, I was focusing, see, it was my mindset was the way I looked at weight. I wasn't looking at weight. Like, um, I was wanting to lose weight. So I was blocking the mindset in the sense that what we focus on it normally grows. And I was focusing on, right, the weight in a negative way. I wasn't saying I feel fantastic and the weight's coming off really with ease and flow because I'm looking after my body. I was stressing it because that's all I focused on by weighing myself, trying on clothes. I mean, I don't know if anyone's done that. Go in your wardrobe and you're putting clothes on. Oh, that's too tight. I'll take that off. I'm going to pull something else out, put that in, right? That was so stressful. And I I never weigh myself anymore because I know how I feel in my body. I know when I've had too much to eat. I know going out and having a pizza, I'm going to feel inflamed the next day. I'm going to feel swollen. I'm probably not going to sleep so well. Like these are the things that happen. So I trust myself and I also enjoy food. Mm -hmm. I can, you know, and so the stress and when we focus, when I, all I did was focus on that scale. 
it was like trying, trying so badly to hit some number because I thought when I hit that number, then I'd be happy. Mm-hmm. Right? We have to be like, happy now. Yeah. It's like when, when I reach that number, I will feel X. Like I will feel happy, confident, loved, worthy. And we and know that's <laughs> right. It's all backwards. It's all backwards. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard thing in, in our society, right? Like, let's face it. We've got social media is, is so powerful now, mm-hmm. right? It takes over television, I think, in a lot of ways, social media. So mm-hmm. there's a, so much in your face and watching other people and seeing, and there's a lot of coaches like you and I, and, and it's, and I look at it, I have a client that she starts scrolling too much. And I said, please put your blinders on. Because it pulls her back and then thinking she's not doing enough and trying other things. And she's paying me, right, to help her through this process. And yet she's still looking at shiny things that are out there, right? Because she's been doing it for so long. I like so I the like, way- like you said, put your blinders on. Oh, I, yeah. I love that. I think that's so helpful. It's like we need to focus on like, our goal and like the shiny objects, like we get distracted by this or that or that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and and then the more you focus on something, you're getting stressed about it mm-hmm. and they go hand in hand, right? It just goes hand in hand. I mean, mm-hmm. we're always going to have stress in our life. It is just what it is. It's how we are aware of it and what we do with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, I, I really like to focus on, as you know, the root cause of things, because when it comes to food and overeating, emotional eating or struggling with cravings, it's not about food, but there's usually something deeper going on. And um, our habits around food is just a symptom of what's really going on. Um, it's kind of a telltale sign. So um, really like this diving deeper usually brings us to mindset. So can you speak to how our mindset affects stress or how stress affects our mindset? Well, I went, here's a really great one. Um, I had a, I went to, I run, I'm a runner. Okay. And I run with a group and there was a newbie there. I was, we were waiting or we finished our run. We were having coffee and she's like, so does it get easier? And I said, well, that depends what you want. You can either think it's going to be tough or you can say, I'm going to get better every day. It's the mindset that sets you up. So if we feel and say things that are actually making us fail, we'll fail. What we think about, we bring about. Mm-hmm. And we have to look at our our what we are saying to ourselves. It's just that easy, but it's not. Like, you know, do you ever think, I remember not long ago, I was, whenever I was washing dishes, my brain just started going like crazy. And I'm like, what are you doing? I have to talk to myself. I'm like, why are you bringing this up? Where is this coming from? This story is not true. And I don't need you anymore. <laughs> so our mind, we have to control our mind. It is just how it, it it's the one thing that I, I'm so happy that more coaches are really thinking about this, right? Really coaching on the mindset because the root cause is what we think about it. The root cause. Now there might be layers in under there because I know I do a lot of embodiment work, which is a deeper way of really because we have embodied that story, right? 
we are acting from that fat person that we think we are. Mm -hmm. And when we start getting through to a root cause to unleashing and peeling the onion, there'll be stuff that's happened from those years past. Like I had a woman with so much stress. It was literally, she, she was in such a bad place. She quit her job. And then all of a sudden the weight started flying off. Right. Seriously. Like seriously, a pound a week, some weeks was two. And it was just like, she was enjoying life. She was out having dinner. Like she, her whole life shifted. Mm-hmm. And that's how we embody. That's, that's how we, um, it's never about the weight. It just isn't. There's yeah. always so many different layers and, and root cause and everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And yeah, like mindset work, working with emotional eating, cravings, overeating, it's all layered work, right? It's not like there's just this straight point from A to B. It's like, what are we going to discover? And then from there, what are we going to discover? And then from there, what are we going to discover? Right. Um, and, and I, I like how you, you spoke about like, just kind of, I call them deeply rooted thoughts, but it's these thoughts that we've carried with us that have been almost ingrained in our brain for sometimes decades. Right. We, um, just like the environment we grew up, whether it's like, you know, somebody told me I need to lose weight or they told me I was fat or they commented on the food I ate. Um, and these, these comments and these thoughts are just so deeply rooted and that when we go to shift and work on our mindset that, yeah, these thoughts are going to pop back up and it's okay that they do. We just need to meet them with compassion and just be like, oh, hey, this thought doesn't serve me anymore. I'm going to choose this other thought instead, right? So I think it's it's important for people to know when you go through this mindset work that it's not just like a light switch. We don't just turn off these old thoughts and turn on these new thoughts. It's like, it's work, right? It's like training for a marathon, right? It's, it's work. We got to be consistent. We got to work on it. Um, and these old thoughts are going to be, are going to come up and that's okay. We haven't failed. We haven't done anything wrong. We're not doing it wrong. Um, so I just think it's important for our listeners to know that, right. And to not discourage, get discouraged in that process. And, and also realize that it's always going to be there, but the more awareness you have around it, the Mm -hmm. more aware you are of the thoughts that you're thinking, you just get better at it. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's our human side, right? Like we're human beings and someone says something and all of a sudden now it's could be a new story for you, right? Oh, I didn't like, she said something. I didn't, she said, what are you eating or some comment? And then we wear it. So that's where we get to when you start really looking and thinking about the mind, it's like detecting it saying, oh, I had a, an emotion or a trigger. And then you can start really seeing and and talking to that, you know, brain of yours and, and saying, where is that coming from? Why did that make me feel this way? Yeah. And like you said, I don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm th- I'm good. Thank you. You can, you know. I release it mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. So what happens when we try and combat weight gain um, or like reten- weight retention from stress with going on a restrictive diet? Like what, I mean, I know what happens, but <laughs> share with us what happens when we try and like combat, like, cause we're like gaining weight cause we're stressed out. And then like 
we want to go on a, like a calorie reduction diet, like what happens? Oh, that's such a good question. Well, your body goes into a stress mode, so it won't lose weight. It now wants to know, it's like, oh, you're doing this again to me? Well, I don't know because now I don't know when I'm going to be fed because our body is very smart. It wants to be fed. We're like a car, right? Go back to that car analogy. We need to fuel it. We need to eat proper food. And once you start missing meals and cutting back, it goes into a bit of a starvation and it will not actually help you. There's a, there's a real sweet spot though, because in order to lose weight, we have to be in a calorie deficit. That's, that's science, right? You know, you, you can, and it's, it's not like it's changed as we get older. So, you know, forties, fifties, like I said, I'm 56. I don't ever think about, I'm going to run extra or do more gym workout because I've had too much to eat. It doesn't work like that right? It's just allowing our body to stay on track and to then get back on track the next day. So as soon as you restrict anything, you're just going to binge on it when you go back to it. So if your body does lose weight, but then you all of a sudden say, okay, well now I'm good. And you're going to go back to your normal eating habits. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? The weight comes back and usually more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 100% going on a restrictive diet is not not the answer when we are when we have gained weight or retaining weight because of stress it's not going to no. work it's going to backfire on us absolutely absolutely i tell my most of my clients when they come to me i tell them they have to eat more mm. mm-hmm. most people aren't eating enough i'm like okay t- and i have them just tell me i don't need a written i just say tell me what what you eat and i go okay well you're not eating enough food <laughs> And then I I give them some more options and I have to give them some structure because that's what we do, right? We got to give them some structure. And they, some, I've had clients say, that's a lot of food. And I said, yes, and enjoy it, (laughs) you know? And then all of a sudden they start losing weight and they go, oh my gosh, it works. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have people, your client said to you, oh, this stuff actually works. (laughs) It's yeah. Some people are, I, I have a client who's still like, I don't know how this works, but it works. So I'm just going to continue doing it, you know? So it's like, it's like, it just works, you know? Like she's still like, it's a mystery how this works, but it it does. And I'm, I'm eating more and like, like she drinks beer, right? Like she thought she would have to like never drink beer again to lose weight, but no, she drinks beer still. So it's like, I don't know how this is working, but I'm going to continue doing it. And I enjoy it. She doesn't feel restricted. Like she's enjoying, she's found moderation. She's worked on her emotional eating. So it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome when you can help people eat more food and they release weight. And if you're not, as soon as you feel like you are being restricted and you're not, or you're not enjoying what you're eating, what is the point to that? We have to, we have to eat what we enjoy Mm -hmm. and we have to, enjoy the process and not, and, and again, I think again, they usually just looking for one pound a week when they're not yet there, they haven't mastered the other stuff that they need to know about that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it, we both know it, it, there's, there's, there's things that go on sometimes before the weight starts releasing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. 100%. So if we know that stress doesn't help our weight and can cause us to hold on to weight, essentially, um, 
what do we do, right? Can you share some like stress management techniques that can help us manage stress or get through a stressful event? Do you have like some, like a go-to technique that helps you? I don't even, they're back to basics. Meditation. Mm. Like find some meditation. You've got to close that mind off, right? And there's so much available on YouTube. I do have some great ones and I just... You know, it's meditation It's part of my morning regime, right? Every morning I do anywhere from 10 minutes to 20 minutes. Just, you got to close that mind. You got to bring your heart rate down. It's the breath work. So um, like sometimes people do breath work as well, but meditation is about just sitting and trying to quiet the mind. And even sometimes when you start, you need someone that's actually speaking to you and giving you a little mantra, right? Mm. Cause you can't, you, if you haven't meditated, you, your brain is going on fire. Um, but there's absolutely meditation going out and getting fresh air, go for a little walk. If you have a dog, great pat your dog more. They are so good to keep us and bring our heart rate down and to center us walk on the beach, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So either walk outside, even on the pavement is fine. Mm -hmm. um, but absolutely, you have to find, you have to integrate some of these strategies long-term. And mm -hmm. one of my favorite is journaling. You know, I always journal five things I'm grateful for. And then I journal five things that I'm wanting in my life that I don't have yet. Mm, I like that oh, for women like think about that you can be great I always say I, when I wake up I'm because I do my journaling in the morning so I'm always so grateful that I've had a good night's sleep and I absolutely love my bed <laughs> uh, yeah and I've come down and I even love my coffee in the morning I've kissed my coffee machine I am so grateful for you <laughs> um and those are the things, right? It, it can be whatever's happened for you that day that you have. But then I will go into, you know, I was striving to have a longer run. So I would be writing in my journal. I'm so happy and grateful. Now that I am running 50K a week, it gives me so much joy. I'm really strong. I'm stable. I have um, um, a six pack. And I just go into what I'm wanting to create. Mm -hmm. And I start feeling that. Mm -hmm. And I've hit it. Okay. Like I did that by thinking about it and journaling about it. Yeah. So if you're wanting to lose weight and feel good, you want to be saying, I'm so happy. You've got to be happy now. Mm -hmm. Right. So the stress, we're talking about stress. How do we get our stress down by thinking about what we absolutely would desire. What are you wanting? Because when you start writing it down, it starts making it emotional for you. Mm. You have to feel the emotion that you, I'm so happy and grateful that I have started my health regime. I am losing whatever it is that you want you know, easily and can and continuously. And I feel great in my body. Mm. Yeah. And when you and I don't want you doing these things and ticking off a list. That's the masculine. We right. can't do that as a list. It'll never work. You, you don't even do it if that's how you do it. You need to give yourself five to 10 minutes a day. Mm -hmm. And do it. I always put music on. I put something on that makes me feel really grounded, you know, it's comfortable in myself. Mm. 
And then I just write. And you can see, even talking about it, I know my energy comes down, right? Because I feel grounded talking about it. And those are my practices. And they got me through my divorce. They got me through my marriage. So I was doing this stuff in a marriage when I knew things were starting to fall apart, right? And I couldn't get out. I couldn't see the light. So it was what I was doing that got me through that part and that stress in my life. So, um, and you, I know you would be doing all this stuff as well there, miss, wouldn't you? (laughs) No, no, no. And I, I love, I love when you say like, let's go back to basics and even like the gratitude as far as like, I think sometimes we think of like gratitude. It needs to be like these big things we're thankful for, but no, we like the fact that you're grateful for your bed, like we could be mm. sleeping on the floor, right? Like, I'm so glad I have a mattress and I can sleep on a mattress or I'm not sleeping Hot on like- shower. Hot shower, running water, fresh water from a tap. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things. I had a pipe burst and I had to turn my water off. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, that was a big, you just kind of go, wow, we are so lucky where we live. We have so much abundance around us and we're not grateful for them. And and we got to know the more we're grateful for things, more things come to us. That's where the magic happens. That's where all of a sudden things will start falling in place for you. And it'll, you'll start enjoying life a bit more around you. And it does take the pressure off when we have more gratitude Mm -hmm. and we don't react. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like you to speak to like the more we are grateful for the more we see and like it's more abundant like I I like to um like I guess an analogy or simile I don't know what the correct term would be is like so I had a I had bought a red Toyota Corolla and like I had never noticed Toyota Corollas before but then once I got that Toyota Corolla I saw them everywhere right it's like there's a red cor- Corolla. There's a red Corolla. They're like, they're everywhere. So it's like, once we bring mindfulness to, and like awareness to like what we're grateful for, then we start seeing abundance in more places just popping up. It's like, it's, it's pretty cool how that happens. It's like, it just takes like a few, like a few things to be grateful for. And then as you're going through your day, you're going to be like, Oh, I'm so glad. Like it's, I don't know. I have AC. Like you know, yeah. or like on a hot day, or what I have heat on this cold day, right? Like, absolutely. Uh, um, a, a friend of mine um, said said to uh, me the other day. She goes, "You know, it's so good when you can be sitting in traffic and you're not worried about it. You actually okay, yeah. you know, rather than stressing or or you know, running on time and all those things that we do." And that's where it does. It it just puts takes so much pressure off you. If you can start mastering a little bit more of that gratitude, just start small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just small, and it takes it it changes you, and it changes your um, blood pressure and the way you breathe. And it's all about the breath. Mm-hmm. It's all about the breath. Yeah, I love that. I'm I'm a yoga instructor as well, or yoga teacher, and I mean, I breath work is so valuable so important and like so integral into like our stress response and our our nervous system so I think you know meditation if you're new to meditation find a guided meditation and do you have like you said you mentioned your meditation so do you have meditations that you've created um I haven't yet but I know I'm sure 
Okay, I wasn't I, sure because you're like, oh, <laughs> meditations. I wasn't sure if they were yours. I'm like, oh, tell us about that if they were. But yeah, and I do need to because I refer everyone else, and I've been doing it long enough that um, I know how they work. I know that breath, and and it's a voice too, you know. But no, I still listen. I listen to somebody that doesn't speak though. So mine is a a woman and um, that uses the big um, the sound, mm, like a crystal ball. Yeah, she's just amazing. And she sings. So she's got this amazing voice and it. Oh, it's just so earthy. It, that's what I meditate to. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I highly recommend if you're new to meditation is finding a guided meditation that works for you, right? And it, it can five minutes, like it doesn't have to be like I'm sitting cross legged for an hour, like you could lay on your bed and first thing when you wake up in the morning put on a guided meditation. Um and so, the one that I use is um, James, um, Boho on YouTube. Okay. Um, yeah, she's great. I'm sure if you do Boho on YouTube, she'll find her. She's a very, she's a yoga, her and her husband. I think they, they used to live in Bali, but they travel now. So, and her meditations are beautiful. Be- mm. That's who I started with. Mm. Okay. Okay. Awesome. I'll have to take a look. Um. Well, Yvonne, you know, like, I feel like I could talk to you all day long. Like we have so much to talk about and we could talk about stress and our relationship with food and all that. Um, but sadly we do have to bring this conversation to a close, but before we do, I know that you have a summit coming up, which is going to be a wonderful resource for, um, the listeners of this podcast. So can you speak a little bit more about your summit? Tell us like what it's about and how we can sign up. Absolutely. Fantastic. And um, yeah, I love doing summits. So I've, co- I've coordinated 20 other coaches. Okay. They're on there as well. And, <laughs> and they're from all over the world. So it's not just one destination It's an international summit. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts next Tuesday, the 26th, and it runs for 10 days straight. It's free. And you have, and it's going to be live. It's not pre-recorded. So you can jump on Zoom and you can listen and ask questions. And we have two speakers per day, starting at 5 p.m. PST time, um, which is 8 EST time, just so you know. Um, And they will speak for 30 minutes. And then the second one goes right after that. And that runs for 10 days. So I highly recommend it. And it's called everything weight loss. (laughs) So we've got so many different speakers, all different backgrounds, all coming in from different areas, like obviously yourself, um, myself, I'm talking about stress as well. And, and many other beautiful, amazing, and they're all women coaches. Um, I only coach women. So that's, that's how I, and, Mm -hmm. um, So really, you'll pop the link down for everybody to jump into this. It's going to be amazing. And I highly recommend that they um, jump into it because everybody will have a a free um, something for you as well, a free gift for you. So you're going to have 20 coaches. You're going to get 20 free gifts of resources. You're going to hear education and learn. And that's what we're here for. We want to educate more women to stop dieting, stop yo-yo dieting and start realizing that you got to start eating proper food and start trusting life, you know, and having fun again. Yeah. I love that. I love summits. I like got hooked on them a long, long time ago. Um, 
But yes, so I will have the link in the show notes. Um, So please, please sign up. This is such a great resource that you're offering for free, by the way, which is amazing. You'll get to hear um, different perspectives on like, like, like um, Yvonne said, it's about like, stop dieting, right? How do we stop dieting and nourish ourselves and and shift our mindset? Um, I will be speaking. um, So I'm, I'm really excited. I hope you all sign up for it and join us there. Even if you can't, like, you don't have to make every day, by the way, like you don't, it's not like, oh, I have to commit an hour every single day for 10 days. Like, that's okay. Like you'll get the speakers and just look and see like, who do you think you'll resonate with? Like choose five, you know, choose 10 that you think you'll resonate with and, and listen to that. And I think you'll probably have an option to get the recording after. Is that? It's 24 hour replay. So you, yeah, you still get to hear it. So if you can't get on to the zoom, don't worry, you'll get an email. The email will go out and you'll have uh, 24 hours to watch those interviews. And yes, or if you just want to, you know, don't have time, but you want to jump into it, you can um, upgrade to a VIP all access, and then you can watch it whenever and you have a lifetime and that's $37. Oh, awesome. Wow. That, that is so awesome. Um, so yeah, few options there. If you want to watch the replay, you have 24 hours. If you just want to buy all the speakers and listen, like at your convenience, very minimal. So what $37, as I said, $37 for a lifetime of of value and education and things that you can keep going back to, to listen. Yeah. I love, like, I have a program, a coaching program that I went through a long time ago and I still have the audio and I'll still like go back every so often. Cause it's like, I pick up more things. Like I probably went like, listen to the program all the way through like three or four times, but I still, every so often I'll go back and I'm like, I just need a reminder, just, you know, a reset. So it's, it's nice to have those, those resources for you. So we hear, we hear what we need to hear when we need it. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. 100%. So grabbing a replay or grabbing the VIP, you'll go back and you're just going to learn more and more because you're going to hear it from different ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. 100%. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, good luck with your summit. I can't wait to speak with you for our summit talk. Thank you so much. It's been so great being here with you. Okay. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye y'all.